Welcome to the Whole Church Podcast, your favorite church unity podcast, probably. If you want to hear from pastors, professors, and everything in between, right, sure. And, you know, the occasional train talk. Right, right, yeah. Uh, have we got the podcast for you? Okay, now, I think that was about as awkward as I told them it would be. Um, we, <laughs> we're here with a whole family today. Can't wait to introduce them to you. But first, remind everybody you are listening to the Whole Church Podcast. And uh, this is your host, Joshua, and your co host, Tiberius Juan Blackwell. Yeah, just TJ. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, you gotta get that name. TJ Blackwell. Um, alright, and we did, did we want to read a comment today? Um, sure. I'll, I'll put the comment. You, you want to tell like them about it. Patreon? Uh, alright, so please support us on Patreon. Uh, if you're listening right now, uh, you, you're clearly interested, so you might as well pay us $3 a month. Or $1 a month. Or, or five, or yeah, there, there's a honestly just anything you want to donate, we'll we'll, we'll take. Br- send us a penny. I'll give you my address. Yeah, <laughs> I'll accept it. If you're willing to buy a stamp to send us a penny, then please. Well, yeah. All right. So, um, also with that, we want to encourage everybody to leave comments on iTunes, or if they follow us on Facebook and Instagram, message us there. What's iTunes? Email us. Oh yeah, it's Apple Podcast now. There's no such thing as iTunes. So weird. Yeah, iTunes got deleted. They announced it two weeks ago. It's going so strange. Mm -hmm. But uh, so on Apple Podcast, we did have a comment from. I'm trying to see if I can pronounce this right. Jesus loves you. It's J E E Z U S L U V S U. Yeah, it's Jesus loves you. Yeah, that's how you spell that. Yeah. Um, it says Joshua is the best person ever, and TJ is okay. But Joshua, he's the goat. Joshua, I've that. been That's wanting him. to read that. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was our friend from work. I was really excited to read that one. TJ's okay. Yeah, I am. Um, but Tiberius one's really cool. Nope. All right, awesome. So we are here with an entire family. We met Abby from work, and we we work at Chipotle together. She recently started and told us she was a member of the Latter Day Saints Church of Latter Day Saints. Is that right? I'm told we're not supposed to say Mormons, right? Is that a thing? So it's like a nickname for the church, but we nickname. we love the name the Church of Jesus Christ. Okay. Of Latter-day Just the Church of Jesus Christ of mm-hmm. Latter Day Saints. Okay, that that's a mouthful. I understand. <laughs> awesome. So we're, you you've been a missionary before. Yeah. So my parents and... they both serve missions. But I served a two year mission when I'm eighteen months, and I served just got back from an eighteen month mission. Awesome. Awesome. And you've been a bishop before too. Did I have that right? Been a bishop twice, in fact. Twice. twice. Awesome. Didn't get it right the first time, so they had me go a second time. <laughs> Well then, um, and I, I don't think I'm informed enough to introduce y'all better any more. Uh, did y'all anything else that some um, people need to know about you guys? Here we'll give a quick introduction. So we're the Hawkins family. We've lived in quite a few places. We live in Utah, New Jersey, Chicago, and here. Other than places we've served on our mission, I'm Jacob. I'm Tyra. I'm Abe. I'm Leah. I'm Abby. <laughs> and we have two other sons that are not here. That are both on missions? One's in Africa doing humanitarian work, and the other one is in Salt Lake going to a basketball camp. (laughs) Same, same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and the way y'all do missions is is awesome. We're going to ask more about that later, but I actually, I think that's how I ended up finding out that you were part of a church, is because you were, um, she speaks Spanish just as fluent as the Hispanics we work with. And I was like, oh, wow, where are you from? Utah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then yeah, she told me all about missions you've done in California and stuff. I was like, oh, wow, that's some dedication to learn it that well for the sake of missions. And that's, I think that's awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, um, we have all kinds of different yeah. questions. but So, uh, we've talked a couple times in our podcast about how uh, the strength of certain religions is strongly related to the family and how the family will 
do certain things like eat at the dinner table. Yeah, they'll all eat at the same table every night. And uh, do you guys do that? Does do you think that's like a common theme within the church? Family is super important in our church, and so we try to spend as much time as we can together. And yeah, we try to have dinners together. It doesn't always work because, especially as yeah. kids get older and they have jobs and sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we really try to. And Sundays we do faithfully. Every Sunday we have a meal together. All right. Well, that's part of why we want to have you guys on in families that we we've observed before. You know, members of y'all's church do seem to have really strong families. We just thought that was a really cool thing to be kind of cool to include that element in the podcast so everybody can kind of see what yeah. that's about. I guess they don't see, hear what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> hear what that's about. We, and, um, we appreciate you calling that out because it's such an important part of, of, of our, our belief as the family. It's such an important thing and you see it breaking down in the society today. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's actually sad how a lot of families don't stick together anymore. And having a common thing, I guess, that you all agree on as a family to build together, is, it's, it's neat. I, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and is it is it Lee and Anne? Leah. Leah and Abe. 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 I got like the letter right. Where did I <laughs> I, I don't guys, I'm awful with names. <laughs> Leah and Abe. Awesome. Um, they want to get back to their lives. So <laughs> we had them here. We wanted, you know, as much of the family as we could, at least for our icebreaker question. Yeah. Which Today, I'm excited. I've been holding on to this question for a while. I was <laughs> Give like, me a secret. I needed a good group. I was like, because we, we use one every, you know, every podcast. And I was like, oh, we have like a page and a half yeah. of icebreaker questions. And when, when we came across this, I didn't realize how hard the question was. And I was like, I, I got to have a good group for this question. Oh. Like, finally. Like, All right, get ready. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go. It's, uh, the question is, who is your favorite animated inanimate object? So that could include any character from Thomas the Train, Toy Story, Cars, anything that's usually not alive, but is a character in an animated movie. Ooh. Or not animated. Yeah. It could just be like yeah. stop motion. It, it, <laughs> just an object. <laughs> I thought you were just going to be like, I mean, if you really like the pin that Monk uses in the TV show, that counts. Um, we'll, we'll go first so you guys can think about it if it helps. Please. Yeah. Tiberius, you wanted to... No, you, you want me to go first? Yeah. I know our listeners are expecting me to say Thomas the Train, because I, I love trains. Yeah, we have a like, train playlist. The train playlist. Yeah, it's, uh, we have trains playlist. We have a train segment on the podcast. I love trains. Yeah. But I'm going to say my answer for favorite animated inanimate object is a map from Dora the Explorer. Oh. I love him. He's just so wise. He always knows how to get where he's going. Yeah, he's the map. He's, he's the map. He's, he's the, the map. map. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, All right. Yeah. DJ? Uh, my favorite is definitely going to be the toaster from the Brave Little Toaster series. It was uh, in the late '80s animated movie that I watched a lot as a kid. I'm not that. I'm 20. <laughs> I was born in 1999, but uh, it's just a toaster and like he does stuff, and all the appliances in the house do stuff. And in the second movie, they went to Mars. Which reminds me, most of the characters from Beauty and the Beast also apply in this. I, I still like Matt. Absolutely, better. I definitely still like Matt better. Yeah. All right. Do we want to want to start and go around? We'll start with. Uh... Is that my one? Yeah. <laughs> so while she's turning off, I'll, I'll, I loved cartoons growing up, and I would watch. Cartoons. I'd get home from school and I'd watch Ducktales. Ducktales. And then, oh. and then afterwards, <laughs> I would watch Gummy Bears. There's a song Gummy Bear dancing here, and they're everywhere. Yeah. And then it animated these little gummy bears jump around, and they'd all get together and have superpowers. 
What the heck? I've never heard of that either. I, I wasn't that expecting great. that. That's fantastic. <laughs> like animal care bears. Animal care bears. I think my favorite is the the flying carpet in Aladdin. Oh, oh that's, that's a good one. one. Man, that's oh, fantastic nice. one. Thanks. Oh. Um, I mostly just watch YouTube, not that much. <laughs> Like cartoony stuff, but Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I'll count it. I like that. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it to uh, you. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, perfect. Um, he's got animated. I watched Veggie Tales when I was younger, and I uh, like that. Works, man. Vegetables. That is fantastic. Like, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, that is a great one. They yeah. made a cucumber. So Abby, finish us off. Favorite animated inanimate object. Um, I love flow from cars. Why? Nice, nice. I, I, I gotta say I'm I'm a little sad and no one said Mater. Mater is great. Abe's new answer is Mater. Awesome. Okay, so we'll we'll let you guys go if you don't wanna Hang okay. out with us. Yeah. Yeah. We're not cool enough for the cool kids. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Our guest stars. <laughs> awesome. Man, I hope I'm as tall as they will be one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so before we go any further, there's there's something that's it's come up a couple times. I just think it's a good. Um, how, how how would I say that? Metric is metric the right word? Sure. All right. For uh, just just how to distinguish. You know different doctrines and, and that kind of stuff. It's, um, we've talked before about different tiers of ministry um, or problems. Uh, we, we've talked to Doctor Beck. I, what episode was that? Was that twelve? Mm, yes. Okay. And um, he, he talked about how you know there's different levels. As long as we agree on certain tiers, we we can be more united than you know other ones. So the first thing is you know do we agree about who Jesus is? Okay, that's number one. God, Jesus. That, that that's our doctrine. And then after that comes you know the stuff like do you believe in baby baptism? Do you believe in, you know, whatever? And then, you know, and there's some stuff he says you can even be at the same church and maybe you don't agree with each other. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to just kind of lay that out there so we could say, okay, this is where we think this issue is. And this is where, you know, it's interesting, but maybe this isn't actually that big of a deal that we disagree on or agree on or anything like that. So I did want to lay that out. So if we use that language, whoever's listening knows what we're talking about at yeah. least. Yeah. That was episode 11. Oh. After some extensive research. Thank you. <laughs> what, what he means is he took his phone up and went to Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually wanted to start asking questions uh, with that tier format in tier one. Uh, so is the Jesus that you believe in the same as the one we believe in? Uh, do you believe Jesus is God and that uh, he is the triune God? He is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So I think to start, do you believe in the Trinity? Yes. So you believe that they're like, they're all one? Yeah. But different. So we we believe in God the Eternal Father and His Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. So I think in a sense we believe something similar, but we believe that we're three separate and distinct people. Just like we're three different people that they are as well. And so I don't know a ton about the Trinity, but is that the same as what you believe? Um, the Trinity is like, it's three separate, but also one. Yeah. I think it's just something that, that at least our church has just kind of been like, we don't understand it, but this is a thing. Because I think they just kind of basically went, there's places in the Bible where it seems like they're all the same, and there's places where they seem separate. So we're going to say they're all separate, but also the same. And It's like uh, it's like if they were Power Rangers, each one would be a different ranger, and then 
God would be like the Megazoid. If you ever watch Power Rangers, <laughs> I was not expecting the Power Ranger before. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Good stuff. But I, just on my mission, I, the thing that I saw was about half the Christians I talked to believed in the Trinity, where there's one but made, like one but yeah. three, and then half the people I believed in believed that I talked to believed that they were three distinct beings, and so just in Christendom, I think that there's a, there's there's a variety of beliefs there. Again, we believe that they are one in purpose, but three distinct beings. All right. Would you say they're, what, what was the word? Uh, co-equal. Yeah. Like, uh, is Jesus just as important as God then, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, and the Holy Ghost is just as important, would you say? That they're, well, they're all members of the Godhead. Yeah. God is heavily father, Jesus is father, so I, I don't... I, they're all members of the Godhead, so I don't know how you distinguish. I don't know. What do you, yeah. what do you guys think? Yeah. I think that they're, they're one in purpose. I know that they're one in purpose. But I there's so many examples in the Bible, like when Jesus says, like, not my will, but thine be done. I know that yeah. Jesus, he listens to his Father, he respects what he says. But yeah. I think that they're they're equal in purpose. They work together equally. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I think it's a weird question. I mean, it's not something that I'm like, yeah, no, Jesus' authority is the same as God's authority, at least to us. But it's also a weird question because it's like, it would be like, you know, asking whose authority is more, me or TJ with the podcast. And it's like, well, we're doing the same thing. We're on the same page. Why Why would we need that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's TJ. I mean, honestly, it is, but mostly because I, I think he understands people a lot more than me. But, <laughs> so, uh, but you're doing the same thing. So. Yeah. So I think that's a yes. That's yeah. leaving the triumph guy. So yeah. there's, the, there's the so, tier one. Yeah. Check. Is that, is this tier two? Um. That that was I was just curious and it happened to be about Jesus. Okay, so we we also wanted to ask about the thirteenth tribe of Israel. Uh, I heard what well, we heard that you believe that the thirteenth tribe of Israel was in America. Is that true? No, no. Okay, we actually only believe there's twelve tribes of Israel. Oh. If you go back and trace, there's twelve yeah. tribes of Israel, and and the Bible very clearly lays out you know those those, those tribes and they were scattered through the world and and. The people that were in the American continent, we believe, were were descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh, which is two of the twelve tribes. Okay, interesting. Excellent. Um, we've heard something about Jesus came to America. Is that a is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, we, we, teach that in, is, we teach that in the Book of Mormon. We believe okay. we believe in the Bible, and we believe in the Book of Mormon. Okay. And the Book of Mormon talk, takes place about the same time the Bible does, so it's not yeah. like it's. Like the sequence yeah. or something, but um, we believe that after Jesus Christ Christ was resurrected, he came over to the American continent and visited the people on the American continent and taught him the same things. Taught him about baptism, taught him the commandments, and and set up his church. Called apostles here as well. So yeah. basically, that part of most of the gospels were like, and then he did so much stuff we couldn't keep it in one book. That part of that stuff is would be what y'all would say is the stuff Jesus did in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense than what they believe. Yeah, the, yeah the, whatever we heard is, is like does not make as much sense as what you're saying. <laughs> well, sometimes people take things out of context when you say, "Oh, it sounds weird." Yeah, Jesus came to America, but then when you hear like why we believe that, and that there's a there's a whole story that goes with that. That there's there was a family that lived in Jerusalem that left Jerusalem when they were being attacked by the Babylonians. They left and they went through the desert. I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but yeah. and then they came to America. And it just makes sense that Christ would visit people, his people here too. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he visited other people and other places. We just don't have the record. We just don't have the Asian Bible. Right. Right. Exactly. Or the African Bible. Yeah. It could have all come back, you know. Well, then there's a lot of, um, 
it's interesting to me because a lot of people have a lot of, you know, they have tension towards the idea of Jesus went to America, but then the same people will say, okay, but here where it says the angel of God, yeah, that was just Jesus in this land before Jesus was born. And it's like, that's, that sounds more far-fetched to me than he just visited other places. But, I know, yeah, doesn't that, that, not that I don't agree, believe that, it's just a, it just seems, it seems, that makes sense to me. Like, if God really yeah. loves all his children, why would he only send Jesus Christ to teach people saving things to one place? To me, it makes more sense. Like, obviously, he would teach that to all of his children who he loves and give them that. Well, then once you're dealing with, you know, spiritual realm and stuff, Jesus could show up now for all we know. It's like, there's nothing yeah. I know that says he can't. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. be over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not. <laughs> Coming to the podcast. We checked. <laughs> Uh, he's invited though if he ever wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh man! So uh, the next question, then I, I would say that's more of second tier kind of question would be a um, dealing with like the Book of Mormon. Y- y'all believe in Revelation outside of the Bible, like after the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what we know of is the, the Book of Mormon. What What is the Book of Mormon? Other than you know, there, there's a play. I think that's what most people know <laughs> these days. There's the a play. play. We, I have. We've yeah. not. I've oh. not. Oh. All I know is it was based on South Park, so I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound like a reliable source to me. <laughs> yeah. The music's great, though. <laughs> Good music, did it. Go ahead, You got it. So I, the reason I love the Book of Mormon is just because it's like more more of the teachings of Jesus Christ. So like my mom said, it was written during the same time as the Bible. So it's just like one was happening in Jerusalem and that area over there by Europe and Asia, and the other one was during the same time it happening here on the American continent. So was it written at the same time or did it take place at the same time? So it was like written and like took place at the same time. Well, took place at the same time and there was prophets, people are taking down that record. So just okay. like like Moses was keeping records, there are okay. people here taking records. The, the span of time is, is 600 years before Christ to 420 years after Christ. So it's a thousand years and Christ is, is you know, 60% of the okay. way through that time is, is when Christ... You know, was born in, in Jerusalem. Okay. Was, was the Book of Mormon canonized like the rest of the Bible? Like, was there people met together and said, this is the canon? Or was it just like apostles just kept adding on to it until it was finished? Or? Yeah, they'd pass it. So it started with Lehi. He was a prophet in Jerusalem. And he kept records of what was happening, the revelations he was receiving. And then his son, Nephi, he was the next prophet. And then he would write down the revelations he received and the experiences his family were having. And it was just passed from prophets Okay, so you don't believe Joseph Smith just wrote this all one day? Yeah, it was no. it just kind of okay. Well, that's yeah. that's something really important is that like where the Book of Mormon comes from is yeah. that I think a lot of people think Joseph Smith just made up the story and wrote it down, but it was a record written on plates of gold that was at the time the civilization was destroyed, the Nephite civilization. It was buried in the ground, and when Joseph Smith was restoring the church or bringing it back, that he was directed by an angel of God to get that record and translate it. So it wasn't like he just came up with it, but it was like an actual record that he was that he found that he was guided yeah. to. Just like people wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls. Totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A shepherd finds him as he's looking for a sheep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I know a lot. Of, a lot of. I guess I'll see people on our side of the tracks. Can I use a train reference? Does that work? <laughs> um, always. No, a lot of, <laughs> it always works. A lot of people have concerned with the idea that there's revelation outside the Bible. And I think that comes from the book of Revelation. It says anyone who adds or takes away from this book. And you know, that's what they'll use to be like, okay, so then how can we have anything that's not this book? No. How, have y'all dealt with anyone saying uh-huh. stuff like that? How, how do y'all deal with that? Yeah. 
Well, something I, um, I've just found as I've read the Bible is it actually says that in other places as well. Like in Deuteronomy, it says a few different times that same thing, like if you add or take away from this. And when you look at the actual, chron- the, like the timeline of the Bible, Revelation was written before a lot of the other books. Yeah. And so it just happens to be the end when it was canonized and put yeah. together. Um, but I know like God, he's the same yesterday and today and forever. And so yeah. he gave revelation to them at that time. Of course, he's going to keep giving revelation to people around the world and like throughout time. The, so the two other pieces on that are um, in the book of Revelations, just two of the thoughts. It, it actually says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy and revelation. Yeah. You can't have a testimony that Jesus Christ is real unless God reveals it to you. That's revelation. And so there's revelation that happens today. If people have a testimony of Jesus Christ, that ha- can only happen through revelation. They, you know, you, how else would, would they ever know? And the, the second thought is, is you know, when the book, when the Bible was written, they were individual books, and it wasn't compiled as a single book till hundreds of years after Christ, you know, was gone. Okay. And and each of those were individual books, and many many non many many Christian scholars in other churches. They, they believe that the book of Revelations was actually written by John before he wrote the book of John. And so yeah. it wasn't the final book ever written in the Bible. It was a book that was written along with a lot of others. And then at some point they compiled them and they said, let's put that as a final book because yeah. it talks about the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't written as the final book. As It wasn't the final book written in the Bible. So would you say, because this is not our church's belief, but me personally, I would think then whoever was wrote, writing Revelation was saying, to my book of Revelation, mm-hmm. oh, don't yes. add or take from it. Yes. Not this canonized Bible that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I know we 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 believe that people still have the gift of prophecy, and that's you know a lot comes from First mm-hmm. Corinthians. And um, is that similar to how y'all believe in apostles and further revelation now? That they receive revelation for the church and prophecy. Yeah. Is, yeah. it, is it saying just like prophecy? Is that where it comes from, like First Corinthians, or where does y'all's concept of the prophecy? I feel like gifts of the spirit in, in Corinthians. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? It's it's similar, but it's different. If if you look, we really have two sources of how we can come into God. With three sources, you've got the scriptures that God's given us. Yeah, you've got direct revelation from God, and if you look in the Bible, you can see times where people had prophets, and prophets are people that God calls to lead His church during a given time frame. You have Moses, you have Elijah. You have all these other prophets that, that lived during the time of the Bible. So God, many times, the church would have struggled or started to, you know, to, yeah. to die down. And God would call a prophet and that prophet would go out and, and lead his people and restore, you know, the church and help strengthen the church during their time frame that they lived in. And so with us, we believe that we can have revelation and prophecy directly from God, which I think you yeah. know yeah. many other Christians believe in. But we also believe that God today is called a prophet. We have a prophet on the earth today first prophet of this dispensation was Joseph Smith and there you know he was he was called as a prophet of God and he restored God called him to restore the, the church of Jesus Christ back to the earth and there's a prophet on the earth today as a, as a sequence after after Joseph Smith was a prophet. so it's like you know why would they stop why would there cease to be prophets mm-hmm. well, and, and because God loves his children he loves us today just like he loved our children in Moses's time or Abraham's time and he wants us to have clear direction because look at the the world we live in. I mean, there's so many crazy ideas and thoughts, and God wants us to have direction from Him. Mm-hmm. If there was ever a time we needed it, it would be today. It's just that we're in the last days, and and the Book of Revelations talks about how challenging that will be. 
So we need a prophet today more than, I, I would say, more than any other time in, in the Earth's history. All right, so you said we're in the last days. Is that your belief, or is that a belief of the church? That's, that's we, we, we believe as a church that, that, that it, it, we're getting close to the time where Jesus Christ could come again. It's the last days. Yes. All right. That's, I guess that's why it's named Latter-day Saints, because it's latter days. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. <laughs> um, now, I guess, where I, I guess where I a lot of attention there that I could still see would be if we disagree on who God prophet is today, you know, if you, you say it's, what would you say his name was? I'm, President I'm sorry. Nelson is our prophet now. I'm so awful at names. No, that's okay. If you oh, said that, okay. then. Oh, I don't think no, we said that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Who is, who's the prophet today? President Russell M. Nelson. Okay. Is our prophet. It wasn't said yet. No, okay. we haven't that's, said it. We can right. said Joseph Smith was the, the prophet the okay. of this dispensation. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Okay. So if we disagree on, on that, Obviously, there would then be some tension. Does that ever happen within y'all's church? Do people go, "Oh, I don't think he's the prophet"? Not really. Yeah, we don't. Unless someone is like kind of falling away from the church, like they, yeah. they don't believe in what he's teaching and they don't want to follow his teachings, then they usually yeah don't. They try know? to cast the blame on him. Yeah, of or they pull away from the church and mm-hmm. say, "We don't believe that that's revelation from God." But I think something that's really key that you don't see it in a lot of other religions is that he's not like elected. Like if you look at the Catholic church when they have cardinals or like a new Pope, there's kind of a a system or a hierarchy from that comes from people, their voting or their thoughts, you know, Mm -hmm. but we believe that like these people, they don't go to school. They're not like trying to become the prophet. They like, he was a heart surgeon and he like received these callings. And so I think that's a big thing is it's not like a, a position people are vying for. Yeah. And the other piece is, is the prophet is always called from there. We believe that there's also 12 apostles today. And so when a prophet passes away, the next prophet is called from that quorum of, of apostles and it's the senior apostle. So there's just a very organized, easy way. It's the, always the senior yeah. apostle, the person who's been an apostle the longest of, of the apostles that are here. So we believe that God called a prophet. He's called apostles. It's the same, you know, in the book of Ephesians, it talks about how God accepts the church with apostles and prophets. We, we believe that that's happening today. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, we've heard things about there being multiple ways to heaven within the church of the Church of Jesus of the Latter-day Saints. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, is that, what does that mean? And is it true? No, like, we were kind of we were kind of wondering that. about that when you were reading the question. We're like, yeah. I wonder, can you clarify that? Yeah, so like we heard? heard that um, we heard you guys. But see, there's a lot of hearsay. This is yeah. what we're, we're lots trying of, to clear up for ourselves. We've heard from this. Yeah. We're like, what? Why? If it's if not for our listeners, then for us, because we're confused. <laughs> um, yeah, we we heard that you guys believe there's other ways than Jesus to get to heaven. Like other like people could just be good enough or they could be a part of Hinduism and still make it. That, that oh, absolutely thing? not. Oh, well, that was a, that, man, that should have been part of speed round. That was just yeah. a no. Yeah. <laughs> and the Book of Mormon is really, really clear and it says that just the same as the Bible does that the only way that we get back to heaven is, is through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ. Wow. Right. Personal question, just, just real quick. The, uh, the Book of Mormon, does it read like a story or is it just like a bunch of like, Here's what this is, and here's what this is, and here's what this is. like awesome read story. just like the awesome Bible. Story. Oh, so, the, so it is a story. Yeah, it starts off with Lehi and Jerusalem, and how wicked the people were, and how he, they need yeah. to leave. And then it talks about him gathering his family, and getting their Christ, camels together, right. and so it doesn't leaving. doesn't read like the Bible, where you, well, there are stories. There's the parts but. that like they had 
um, the words of Isaiah in there. And the, yeah, there's there's scripture like the Bible, but there's a nice like storyline that goes through. Like, yeah. Is it possible to just find the Book of Mormon? Like, am I allowed to just, I can give like, you one? Get one? Oh, yeah, we'll we give have you a copy. One, don't we? Oh, yeah, we man, that's so interesting because yeah, that's just I just like reading things. I have a um. Yeah, he's been in my apartment. I have a bookshelf that's like common reading if people come and visit, and I have um like a bookshelf. I have a bookcase, and one of the shelves is just different books from different religions. I just oh. I love reading it. I think yeah, it's we'll, interesting. We'll give you one. We'll give you a did, did you give Josh the "Come Follow Me" book? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, I do, I do have that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thumbed the, through. The only thing I've read so far was that had a Joseph Smith page. I thought that was uh-huh. interesting. I was like, oh, let me read this. Uh-huh. So I knew who he was a little bit better. I was like, oh, that, that's cool. I like information. I'm a yeah. big fan of information. That's good. That's um, how I learn truth. Yeah. Speaking of information, <laughs> we're going to start something new, a new segment for those listening. Because uh, we we asked on our Facebook and Instagram if anybody had any questions for uh-huh. you know, members of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And uh, we got a bunch, actually. So cool. what awesome. we were hoping to do <laughs> is we're going to call it the speed round. What we're going to do is we're going to ask a question. And we'll, we'll do it like um, like a game show, basically. All right. So we can start with, um, is, is, would you go by brother or is it? Is you can call a, me brother or just Jacob, either way. Jake? Okay. In the Bible, brother Jacob's Jake. name was changed to Israel when he lived righteously. My name's still Jacob, so I've got some more. <laughs> uh, you can just call me Jacob. Just Don't Jacob. call him Israel, just Jacob. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, Mr. Jacob, we'll start with you. Yes. And uh, what I'll do is I'll ask a question. Perfect. If you think you can answer it in a sentence or less, then you answer it. If not, you can say pass, and if everybody passes, we'll go back to you. All right. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. We'll start with you and see what goes here. All right. All right. Let's. So first, we got a couple anonymous questions. Starting with the most basic one, I guess, is: uh, Do you guys still believe in plural marriage? Absolutely not. <laughs> I uh, noticed there wasn't a second wife. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with my first wife. <laughs> no, we do not. Um, do you believe that if someone lives righteous enough, they get their own planet? No. Is it still me or is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we go. yeah, we'll still do you until you pass. Did we get our you can always own just planet. pass for fun. No, I don't. Don't believe that. All right. That's and it. then uh, Mark from Raleigh asked, I know about the belief with caffeine and drugs that altered the mind. Do you allow acceptances for people who, with mental illnesses who need drugs to kind of take care of that situation? I'm going to pass. Give Tyra Yeah, he's going to get all the fun because he'll never yeah. pass. <laughs> no, if, yeah, if someone has mental illness and they need medication, yeah. then absolutely. They should use that, yeah. Awesome. Um, does, they, does your religious belief affect your political stance on recreational drugs? Um, That's also Mark from Raleigh. Yeah, I'm gonna pass that to that team. Yeah, so I would say just we believe in standing up for like what we believe, and so I would say yes, especially like towards marijuana or drugs. Right. All right, and this is Susie from Charlotte. Ask that that's our boss. She asked, it wasn't a very clear question, it was just a she was curious about uh, the garments you wear during services. Or, yeah. So yeah. I think there's a lot of like mis- like questions about that. We the garments that, we wear in the service. Oh, yeah. Can I have one more? Give me one more sentence. Well, one more sentence. One more sentence. <laughs> the garments we wear to church are the same ones that we wear every day. All right. <laughs> Do she heard certain people wear special garments under their regular clothes? Is uh-huh. that true? Yeah. So once you go through the temple, which is a whole other thing, then you wear garments. So all three of us we wear garments underneath our clothes. Sweet. Okay. And then. 
Wayne Parker had been on the podcast before, and I never remember the town he lives in. <laughs> he asked, uh, how do you trace the line of apostleship from the time of Jesus and the 12 disciples to today? Yeah, so in the, one this, sentence, this is tough. It's going to be a sentence with a couple commas in it. Um, <laughs> Jesus called apostles. The apostles were sent out to the world. The world killed those apostles. The authority was lost. God called new apostles through Joseph Smith, and we believe we are apostles on the earth today. So the apostles kind of took a break in between then. Yes. I, I'm not supposed to ask follow-up questions, but I broke my own rule. <laughs> All right, so Ashley from Glory Beach, Georgia, asks, why missionaries? It's a very simple question. All right, pass. We believe in God's message and in Jesus Christ, and it's brought us so much happiness, we want to spread it to the whole world. <laughs> Everyone needs to know the truth about Jesus Christ. Fantastic. All right. Amber from Atlanta, Georgia, asks, why do you use the King James Version still? Okay. Oh, pass to you again. <laughs> Are you doing it? We believe the King James Version because um, we, the way it's translated, we don't want to water it down with so many different translations. We believe that that was probably the most accurate trans, or, yeah, translation through Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same person, Amber from Atlanta, Georgia, asks, do you believe in purgatory? Pass. That has to go that way. <laughs> um, not the way that the Catholics do. And so we, we believe that there's a heaven, we believe that there's a hell. Um, I, there, there's a specific purgatory belief that the Catholic Church has that doesn't exactly line up with our view of hell. All right. All right. And then this one's from me. I, I already asked her, but I thought it was an interesting question. Can you explain why you baptize for the already deceased? Because God loves all of his children. The scriptures say that you have to be baptized for return to, to be with God. And, and God wouldn't damn so many people that never had a chance to hear about God. Everyone will have a chance. Awesome. And because I already asked this question, I already know this, and I just want to verify for anyone who's listening... When they say baptize for the dead, they don't baptize the dead person. <laughs> All right. That was that was speed round. That was our first ever speed round. That was like fun. That. I broke my own rule once, but that's okay. Yeah, who who would have guessed that? that? We'll yeah. give you some slack for the first time. Not me. I always ask questions. I can't help myself. Can I just say, too, I love that people ask questions because a lot of times there are misconceptions, and it's so much better when someone just asks a question because then you can just have yeah. a conversation and everyone understands. And that's why we're doing this because yeah. people believe some insane things yeah. so about you, you guys. And and people from our church love to talk about their beliefs. I know sometimes it's hard to ask people questions about their religion because yeah. you think, oh, people, it's controversial, whatever. But people from our church love to talk about what they believe. I in. think every church people love to talk. Yeah, about I would think so. Passion. I mean, do you feel that? Do you like? Oh yeah, so far, everyone seems to be very willing to talk about it. We're Pentecostal. I love when someone asks me about, you know, do y'all still handle snakes? Do you like speak it to I mean, you know, even like the ridiculous question, like, yeah, this is fun. No, we don't handle snakes. <laughs> Only if the snakes are there. Yeah. Also, Only because if they're in the way, we handle them and get them out of the way. So I have very strict beliefs within our own system that's not even necessarily always in line. So it's, it's interesting to talk about your beliefs, especially, you know, in that kind of yeah. more formal settings, I think is more interesting because you don't have to be like, our church believes, you know, like, <laughs> but so except to me anyway, it sounds like um, any lack of unity between Protestant churches and Mormons or the Church of Latter Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
I'm gonna get that right eventually. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> he says I'm not. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a lot of it then would come from kind of a second tier issue of further revelation with the Book of Mormon, rather than you know for the first year stuff. Like, we do agree about God and Jesus, and we want to do the work of Jesus today. So it sounds like we should be united on that. The main front, the front first tier, and um, a lot of I think lack of unity comes from that kind of second tier stuff and then maybe even huge misconceptions because some of these questions I've just watched your face I was like and you didn't even have to answer in the speed round <laughs> I said that on planet thing and I was like I could just tell you his face and you would have understood uh, <laughs> yeah we have no idea yeah. so That's... with all these the misconceptions and maybe even if you know we disagree on um, like the apostle kind of stuff is there a way for us to work together in unity for the purpose of Jesus Christ since that seems to be where we're united at Yes. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about today? Yeah, I was just going to say today we we worked with 15 other religious groups in this program called Fixing It for Christ. And it was so awesome. Like a bunch of us got together. We had breakfast together. We prayed together. And then we went to this, this lady's house where her whole floor had rotted out. Mm. And so they, they've been working on it for the last few days, but they gutted her whole house and pulled out her kitchen and her toilet. They rebuilt the whole floor. My kids were crawling underneath this floor, putting insulation up so they could refix this floor. And wow. here we were, all of us different beliefs, and we prayed together. We hugged afterwards. We were doing great things for Christ, you know. And so I love that whole first tier, second tier thing because it's like, look, we all believe in the Savior, and we all need to help each other. And look how much good we do. Mm-hmm when we connect and work together instead of trying to tear each other apart. Mm-hmm. We're such a powerful group of people. And we live at a time where I think atheism and agnosticism is spreading through the world, especially in the rising generation. There's so much non-belief. And when I see Christians bashing other Christians, it just, it's, it's, it, it, so it, it's the saddest thing because if there's ever a time where we needed to pull together as believers of Christ and, and unite and try to strengthen and make the world a better place, it's now. Mm-hmm. And it, that sounds like he's yeah. preaching our message. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about that in our last, the last podcast we recorded. Oh yeah. With with Kenny. Pastor Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole heart of what we do. That's what we got so passionate about. Cause it, it is, you do, you see that where people like, um, you know, I know people even in my own church, not, not to bad talk anybody, but you know, I know people who are like, Oh, that they're a Baptist. You know, like, oh, why would you say it like they They love Jesus. That's fantastic. Who cares? Yeah. You know, like they love Jesus. Angels threw a party when he decided to love Jesus. Like, yeah. let's just be happy. <laughs> oh man! And can I say something about that? I think that something that's really important, though, as well, is that we we seek for truth. Yeah. And I think that we have to be careful and and say, okay, everyone, like we all love Jesus, and like that is what it is. Yeah. But I think every single one of us, every church, anything that believes in Christ, yeah. or even people who don't believe in Jesus Christ, they have truth, a portion of truth. Yeah. And as as followers of Christ, it's our job to like. I love what you say. You read other religious texts, and you're seeking for truth. That we're always trying to get as close as we can to our Savior, and like find that that truth that we're looking for. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one 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 thing that blown my mind. Because I, I had a friend who told me about this once, that he knew of people who were led to believe Jesus was Savior and God through the Quran. And I was like, That's, that doesn't make sense. That's not what the Quran says. So, and I looked at it, and I, I didn't see it. Right. So I talked to somebody who was used to be Muslim, who then became a Christian here in Charlotte. They have oh, like a whole group at a CPCC, the main campus, a group of them that meet. There was like a Muslims for Christ, I think is what it was. Oh, interesting. And I met with one of them, and he showed me. Like He opened up the Quran, and was like, Look at this, and it talks just the part where it talks about Jesus, and I'm like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that scripture 
But Jesus is found in the most interesting of places. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. so cool. And yeah, I think that's that's great. And I mean, of course we do. We always want to see truth. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, Dr. Beck was on here before on episode 11. I mm-hmm. mentioned him twice this episode. <laughs> Dr. But Beck. He, yeah, he was one of my... twice like every yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's one of my favorite that. professors when I went to Charleston Southern. And he enlightened me by just the simple explanation. He's like, listen, your questions and you wanting to learn, that's, that's not just you. That is a way to worship. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's something I definitely want to encourage everybody. Always search out truth. Learn more about God and more about mm-hmm. Jesus the best you can. Ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so what's, what are some practical ways people can, from, you know, if they're on our side of the tracks, how can someone practically from a Protestant church be more united with someone from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Is it just a matter of reaching out and saying, hey, let's do stuff together? Or what's the practical there steps? There are many, many ways. And there's, we have 85,000 missionaries around the world who, wow. have, if someone's interested and says, hey, I just want to better understand what it is you believe, they will, you, you call a number or you go to, to the Church of Jesus Christ, um, dot org, and you can actually put in a, a, a request and they will come to your door. They'll give you a copy of the Book of Mormon and they can walk you through a high level belief of, of, of what we believe. There are churches, you know, we, I, I don't remember how many is. I think it's 65,000, um, congregations around the world and their visitors are welcome at every one of those. And, they meet multiple times every Sunday um, for, for services, and you can go to there. And then we've got, you know, 16 million members around the world, and you can, any of them would be happy to share it as well. So as far as, you know, having a missionary come to talk to you, is that, I mean, if you're not trying to sign up for the church, if you're just kind of asking questions and opening up dialogue, is that seen as kind of a waste of their time, or is that no, still no. that encouraged? Because that I feel like that's what you're saying, and that's what I kind of got out of this, is just open up dialogue is the number one step to kind of create a more unity here. Because mm-hmm. all these like crazy things we've heard, hearing that that's not true is fantastic for me. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm so glad that he didn't <laughs> tell me. Like, yeah, man, you seem cool. You're getting a planet. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't say that. The closer this got, the more worried we got. <laughs> this could be Because yeah, people told us the most interesting things. We were like, no, listen, we got to go in here. Open mind, love people, and just see what they say. Because <laughs> what we thought before we started asking four questions was about right. Yeah, yeah we, we thought we, it was going to be a lot of misconception. And, yeah. I'm, I, in a weird way, I'm glad it's misconceptions, but that's because that's, that's something that's easily solved. You know, just learn more. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. some of those are absolutely wild misconceptions. <laughs> yeah, like, where, where does some of that even come from? <laughs> so, so it's like you were talking about someone checking for horn before the podcast. You said people like said something about horns, and that's. I never yeah. even heard that, but that's, I don't know where that what came are the wild, like, where just some of these, like, that's just weird. Well, I like, think people have questions and like things get passed from mouth to mouth to mouth and things get, you know, just like anything. I don't think it's, I don't think they're bad people. I think they're just like people are, it, are curious. They have questions. Would it be fair to blame South Park? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know Mormons have Mormons? Don't ask any of them. Just don't ask anybody and you won't know the difference. All right. So the last thing we do, which has become an odd blessing to me almost, because it makes me reflect more on myself, it's uh, we do our God moment of the week. And we share something God's done in the last week, or for us today, because we recorded yesterday. That uh, impacted us in some some way that's meaningful, you know. Whether it be a challenge, a praise, he's praised God for giving him a big cup before, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just gotta do it again. 
Uh, <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> you can't yeah. ruin it, Just, just you know, anything God's done this week? Did you, did you want to start? I never start. You should. Nope. Nice guys. <laughs> All right. So, mine. Man, I, I don't know. I think mine is just realizing how many places Jesus Christ is in. Because we went and we visited uh, Father Pat yesterday mm-hmm. to set up a podcast we're going to do next month. And we just did this podcast today. And I'm you know, just realizing there's so many different ways that people express their worship. So many different ways that Jesus Christ has shown people in completely different ways. You know, like how Father Pat found Jesus was still completely radically different than you talk about how like Joseph Smith found everything he found. Or like how I've come to Jesus or TJ. Or It's just so interesting how Jesus makes himself visible to everyone in such unique ways. And I, I don't know, just interesting to me. All right. Uh, I think my God moment of the week would uh, would not be the cup thing. <laughs> I stole it. Not supposed to say that anymore. <laughs> but uh, I broke the big cup and got another exactly as big cup. And uh, But my actual God moment would be the realization that uh, all of mine are realizations, really. But uh, no matter what you hear... Or who you hear it from, you know, take it with a grain of salt. A lot of people are out there just to destroy others. And it's kind of like eye-opening. Like, we heard all of these things about the Mormons. They have horns. They believe they can become a god. And that's just blatantly untrue. And it's just kind of, it's just nice. Nice to know that not everything so you hear that is just... Is this moment we're still having right now? Yes. <laughs> this is your God moment. Okay, we're glad you came. What <laughs> time you said every moment because God gives you. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you can steal that. I cheat a lot. <laughs> so my God moment this week was I was on a business trip and I was sitting in an airport and it was the hustle and bustle of an airport. Everyone going every which direction. And I take time each day and I read the scriptures and I was sitting there in that busy airport and I opened the scriptures and I was reading them and the spirit just touched my heart and I, I teared up. Like I just felt the spirit and just felt the peace that God was there and he knows me and he loves me. And it just was interesting as I was rushing to catch that plane, just taking that time and connecting with God. It's like everything, everything else just kind of went quiet and I just was at peace with God knowing that he was there. That was my God moment this week. I think mine was today when we went and did Fixing It for Christ. It was so inspiring to see people from all different walks of life, young kids, older people, all different religions just come together to help other people out. And it just felt so good. And our, our son right now is in Mozambique doing humanitarian work, building a school for a village there. And as we were helping build this house today, I thought, you don't have to go clear over to Africa to be Christ's hands here. People need help right here. We can make such a difference. And it just, just felt good. I thought if Christ were here, this is what he'd be doing today. He would be helping people in need. So. Christ is like both encouraging and challenging. Like, wow, that is so cool. And I was like, oh man, why wasn't I at that house today? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you a pamphlet and I forgot. It's my oh. fault. Oh. <laughs> next year. Well, I'll be there together next <laughs> It was year. my fault. He had to work anyway. Yeah. 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 I had a very busy day. I could have gone. Oh, next, next year, year. Next year. <laughs> we're next all going to be there next year, next year. <laughs> I think right. mine this week um, so I gave you that come follow me book yeah. so the Church of Jesus Christ they just put out this so I, I have it it's every week or I gave it to a long time ago but every every week there's 
what it is, it's kind of a manual, and we're going through the New Testament. And so it it kind of guides our personal study, and then we do family scripture study, and then we go to church and we kind of study the yeah. same thing. And this week it was talking about the last, um, kind of like the last events in the life of Jesus Christ in Matthew 27. And I, I studied during my break at work, it's when I go study. And then that night we were studying as our family, just talking about it. And I just, I've loved doing that. And it just reminded me, I just felt so grateful for our Savior Jesus Christ for like the huge sacrifice he, he made, like everything he suffered because he loves us. And I just, like my dad said, like I just felt the spirit so strong. I just kind of teared up and just like had that confirmed to me that he lives and he just loves us so much. Praise God. All right. Did you want to? Did you want to start our outro? Man, this is like such a weird segue when it's like, man, I feel like this is the time for us to be like, all right, and everybody bow your heads and pray. Um, <laughs> Let us pray. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's it's time for the outro. We need yeah. to pray after the podcast. All right. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't. Uh, please support us on Patreon. We're really easy to find yeah, on Facebook. Really easy. To find. Yeah. Just type in the name. Yeah. Um. Patreon, we still we want to do another giveaway. We weren't able to do our first one. We didn't get enough people to sign up as we were hoping to. So if you all have ideas for new giveaways, send us the idea for the giveaway. Uh, then sign up on Patreon and you'll get a chance to win that thing you suggested to us. <laughs> um, what else? Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, click that follow button, please. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. It helps us a lot. We don't get any lot. money, but it's cool. And if you comment on Apple Podcasts, that lets more people see the podcast. And like we talked about, the more we open up dialogue about unity, the more I think we'll be able to see unity. So please leave a comment, follow us, so that more people can see what we're doing and we can get the word out. Um, they can contact us at... Yeah, at uh, the whole church dot at Gmail. It's just the whole church at Gmail. Yeah, not the whole church podcast, just yeah. the whole church at gmail.com. Yeah. And then some future guests. Future guests. Your cousin. Judy. Judy. Um, <laughs> Although Allie said she wanted to be on too because she's cousin also Allie. Catholic and <laughs> was offended we didn't ask her questions first. You're going to get Josh's entire family. Yeah, yeah. My, my whole family will be on here. Um, <laughs> let's see. Who else? Uh, Donald Whitney. Don, yeah, Donald. Uh, who's um, Dr. Nathan Finn? Yeah, Nathan Is that Finn from North Carolina. And then Father Pat we mentioned. Father before. Pat will be late July. Yeah, He'll July. probably be the last podcast yeah. in July. Yeah, probably. All right. Which and Francis Chan at, at the, the end of season one. He just doesn't know it yet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, if you're listening, you better get ready. <laughs> yeah, there you are. That's your challenge, Francis. Thank you.